You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. high-rolling, high-fivers, high-tailing down the information superhighway. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 176, and I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your highfalutin, highnesses, drinking highballs, and high seas, eating hydrox in our high tops. I'm Colin. <laughs> I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. Today is a special day. Today is, uh, as we're recording... It's National Oreo Day. Oh. <laughs> and, uh. When Oreo celebrates its victory over Hydrox. <laughs> yeah. Long they drawn out it. sandwich cookie wars. <laughs> the For, most successful yeah. imposter you know, ever. But I, yeah, I know. We know that Hydrox was, in fact, the original, the original yeah. black and white sandwich cookie. They don't make Hydrox anymore. They don't. It's sad. Yeah. Like I tried looking for it, like even in maybe like oh, there's like still one man, one factory that's pumping them out. Nope, nope, no. nope. Um, <laughs> They've branched out. They've gotten very elaborate with their flavors. They lately. have been, yeah. and also their international flavors are are pretty crazy too. Here are some some Oreo trivia oh. uh, honoring National Oreo Day. There are two versions of Oreo cookies that debuted in 1912. Oreo came out with two flavors. One is what we know. Okay. Do you know what the other flavor is? Oh, um, it's not vanilla. It's like coconut, is it? Banana. Banana's Twinkie. Oh, right. Twinkie, oh, Twinkie, Twinkie had a vanilla banana. and a banana one. Uh, I don't do know. Cho- like, what chocolate and oh, ginger. is the is the is the filling different or is the cookie it was different? lemon meringue? Oh, so it was like a lemon sandwich cookie. Obviously, the 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 chocolate the 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 black and white cookie was uh, far more popular, and so mm. Nabisco discontinued the lemon meringue cookies in the 1920s. Double stuff Oreo. Is a misnomer. Uh-huh. It does not contain <laughs> no. 2.0 times the amount of stuff. Is it more yeah. or less the it, double? It contains 1.86. Yeah. I believe it. Uh, I believe it. Get our lawyer on the phone. <laughs> you because cannot call I a think double. we have a case. When you Although try to, to make your own double stuff, <laughs> it ends up much bigger. Right. Right. Although, did, didn't they, did they get around it? Was like was double like D-U-B-L or something? Did they have some creative spelling? No, no, no stuff, stuff, is stuff is one F. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They don't know but, what, a, yeah. what the measurement of a stuff is. is right, yeah. Yeah. right. It's not entirely a 2.0 times big. Another fact, and this is compiled from time and, and mental philosophy. I have a couple of good Oreo tidbits. Um, pigs do not like Oreos. Huh. Really? And mm. I, I'm not, I'm not saying that, I don't think it's scientifically like proven, but there is an anecdote from uh, Ben and Jerry's in Vermont, the ice cream maker. Uh, usually they donate, um, their, their milky, their food wastes, yeah. uh, to like local farms and stuff. Okay. And, um, in 1985, a farmer reported that his hogs loved all of it except for mint with Oreo cookies. Hmm. Now, or cookies and cream mint. So, is it the mint or is it the cookies? Or In terms is it of the... yeah, scientific rigor, this doesn't okay. seem. No. Yeah. yeah, I so... know something, Karen, that you could try. Yeah, to add oh, data point. Yeah. I can yeah. feed if, my pig. If an only Oreo. we knew right. someone with well, access well, a to a pig. Right. I, I feel like he'll like it. Yeah. 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 That's I don't know. You can like write now. them a letter, show a picture of. Him but you're not. You're not supposed to. I don't know. You're not supposed to give. Animals, chocolate, or, mm. or oh. caffeine, or anything. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually. 
Wait, what were the Ben and Jerry's people giving them if they? <laughs> yeah, gave why? Them all sorts why are they chocolate? giving them like giant tubs of ice cream? That's true. To give. We should, further research <laughs> is uh, required. And we lo- and Colin, we looked this up like in the car the other day about what in a, in chocolate that makes dogs uh, sick oh, right, and that's right. poisonous. And yeah. there is a compound there and you can find other things that there are bromine, yes. I believe. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um and it makes them sick. Once we were making um some kind of elaborate cake in like Regina's old kitchen and uh it was chocolate cake. Nothing no big pieces fell to the ground, just crumbs. But Ricky, the dog, spent all day just vacuuming up all of the <laughs> tiny little chocolate crumbs and then just at the at the end of the day just comes up to us and like just vomits <laughs> like black liquid that's just the chocolate he's like well yeah. Yeah. you actually most of the time animals do do uh, they vomit it up they vomit it up yeah. right. they, they actually right, do right. Be like hey my body doesn't feel great i'm going to you know <laughs> take make care myself of this. feel yeah, yeah take care of this <laughs> one last oreo fact oreos are kosher and vegan they're vegan Really? They're vegan. There uh, is no cream or right, any dairy right. products. It's all vegetable shortening. Yeah, right? it is. Okay. So it used to be made out of lard. That's what I thought it was. For a long time. Okay. Uh, until like I think the 1990s, mm-hmm. um, it became kosher. They stopped using lard. Huh. I mean, it might be manufactured in a place where dairy stuff gets manufactured, but what goes right, into right, the cookie, right. not the recipe. Yeah. 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 So when you say like cream is spelled differently. Spelled, that is spelled differently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to check the spelling. Anytime somebody gets yeah. fancy with the spelling. Ah, uh, misspellings. A lawyer's best friend. Yeah. 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 So that's, uh, yeah, that's today, March, March 6th, hmm. National Oreo Day. Speaking of national days, I'm thinking, you know what? Like, Every day seems like it's a day for something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And I was like, I know there is a trivia day, but there is no pub trivia day. Uh (laughs) On the train here, I applied for a (gasps) national pub trivia (gasps) day. Good idea. That's awesome. (laughs) Let's hope it gets approved. Actually, it's not even day. I just said the last uh, full week of April. What you know, is the controlling trivia, legal authority? Yeah. yeah. What there's, agency? There's a place that there's like a publisher or, or a company that would like uh, release basically like an almanac of all the different days and lists. Huh. What huh. You're, huh. And then they'll give you a certificate and stuff. Only if they approve your application. Gonna, if they come back and they tell you they need five hundred dollars, right? In the right. Yeah, probably <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. I would. I would. <laughs> uh, it doesn't mean anything. But, <laughs> but to have a, a, a like a national. Sorry, it, it's a more of a week because the thing is, like, I can pick okay. a day, but usually pub trivia is on a weekday, and if, what if it's like True. on the weekend or whatever? So I just said last full week of April. Ah, uh, so people have time to celebrate. Yeah, it's pub trivia week. That's cool. And then you That's can, cool. you know, we can get people to like go to their local pub trivia and play trivia and celebrate pub trivia. Day. We'll Good see. Idea. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how we'll it see goes. What, yeah, we'll yeah. see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. We, we may need you to help us defray the cost here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, that's that's pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, we'll see. And we also have other exciting news, Chris. Yes. Um. So I was just out at a video game conference where um Penn Gillette, uh-huh. one half of Penn and Teller, was doing one half of the keynote address with video game designer Randy Pitchford. And it turns out I was the only person who got to interview Penn at that video game wow. conference. Um. And I was just going to interview uh him and take the to sort of take take the notes and put them in an article. But the conversation was so good that I just dropped it into um what was then the latest episode of uh the Game Life podcast that I do at Wired. 
there's a lot of really interesting conversation about uh, things outside of video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some really great stories from Penn that I think good job brain listeners would really like. So yeah, uh, like soundcloud.com slash wired. And then you can kind of scroll through and look for the game life podcast with Penn Gillette. If you want to listen to it. Oh, that sounds great. I'll listen to that. Thank you. Um, I also have uh, uh, just a very, very quick, um, it's our usual segment, our very usual segment, which we talk about things that we slipped up on, and that's called... Um, actually... So, uh, yes, uh, for some weird reason, uh, I was doing the posthumous Grammy quiz about people who were awarded Grammy Awards uh, after they had passed away. Um, I wrote down, for some reason, 2003 instead of 2013 as the year in which Ravi Shankar, the sitar player, uh, won uh, his posthumous Grammy. It was not 2003. It was 2013. I did uh-huh. review the tape. It would not have affected the results. <laughs> Karen's posthumous Grammy stands. stands. All right. We have to come reclaim Wait, she it. She didn't win a posthumous Grammy. She did. It was. Yeah, I, I won I the paper. Her, the paper plate and I version. I posthumous okay. Grammy on it. I have one. A uh, one correction to supply as well. Really? Uh, a couple episodes back, we were talking about the uh, Florida Marlins, or now the Miami Marlins. And Karen, you had talked about how their baseball teams with a lot of fish down in Florida, and you're like the Rays. And I and I corrected you. I th- or I I thought I was correcting. <gasps> He was like, oh, they're not, they're not fish. They're rays. Rays are, in fact, fish. Yeah, I knew that um, deep in my heart. I didn't yeah. want to argue. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, you know, we should always rays are so so stingrays, manta rays are fish. They are yes, in the broader categorization of the the cartilaginous bony fish. Yes, they are fish. Mm-hmm. So rays are fish. And then also related to the team, and we made a joke about the. They're either fish footwear or or birds, uh-huh. like baseball teams. Um, <laughs> Comedian and uh, funny man, singer-songwriter Stephen Lynch on Twitter tweeted at us and said that Cincinnati Reds uh, actually is short for red stockings. So yes. we have another yeah. another footwear mm. footwear team, footwear yes. birds and fish. Yes, I did not know. I did not know that. Lots okay. of socks. Yeah, socks were really of, yeah. big back yeah, in the yeah, older yeah. days. It was. Well, yeah, they were just they were so brand new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To walk around barefoot for so long. Like I covered my foot. Look at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, and without further ado, uh, let's jump into our first general trivia segment: pop quiz, hot shot. Well, what I have here has been kicking around in the old Good Job Brain suitcase for <laughs> nigh on five years now, and looking uh, quite a bit worse for the wear. <laughs> it is a book of um, Jeopardy questions, not from the 1960s Jeopardy game we've often played, but from a time. Uh, closer to our hearts uh, is 2003 Jeopardy. Yeah. So we'll actually get some so of these. In order to answer these questions, you're going to have to put yourself back into the state of mind of a, of All 2003 right. Karen, much, Colin, and Dana. Much easier than 1960s. Yeah. And uh, indeed, our first category is called state of mind. Mm. Okay. Uh, all of these, uh, I believe, are adjectives that could describe a person's mood. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I don't think you're supposed to tell us what it's supposed Every to be. Every now and again, Alex Trebek will give a little bit oh, of Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, if yeah, he's yeah. like, they did so a poor be... job writing the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's not it, I thought it was like, the writers. It's like, like 50 states or something. I'll this is a right double now. Jeopardy round. The fake money uh, is doubled. Okay. Get double the fake money for answering these questions. So your $400 question is, if you're this on your luck, you might also be this in the mouth. 
Colin. Uh, what is down? Indeed. What is yeah. down in your down, mouth? Yeah. Down in the, down mouth. the mouth. Down in the mouth. Yeah. Kind of like sad. sad. Yeah, 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 down in the mouth. Oh, you're, yeah. okay, your, right, your mouth right, is pointing right. down. This is, uh, this is a very unfair category for Karen. Often follow, oh, this is your 400, no, sorry, it's your $800 question. Mm-hmm. Often followed by up, it means not liquored up or serious in demeanor. Oh. Colin. Uh, what is sober? What is yeah. sobered? Oh. Yeah, I believe, yeah. Sobered yeah, yeah. up. The, uh, I don't know, $2 million question sure, sure. is now. <laughs> this seven letter word for thoughtful comes from the French for to think. Karen. Oh. Pense, what is pensive? What, what is, is what pensive? is what is what is pensive? pensive? It's okay. Yeah, yeah. You, get the, you only get the warning the first time. You get the warning the first time. Yes, <laughs> pensive. What is pensive? Right. The zillion dollar question. <laughs> as well as in good humor, it means a machine that grinds up pieces of wood. Uh, Colin. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Fargo recently, uh, uh, which has the top of mind. What is chipper? What is uh, chipper? Uh, yeah, yeah. What is grinder? And it grinds up pieces of wood. <laughs> okay. Finally, the floppity jillion dollar question. All right. <laughs> the most important question. Yes. Okay. John Quincy Adams's last words were, I am this synonym of satisfied. Oh. Whoa. Content? What is content? Yes, I am content. Wow. John Quincy Adams' last words. So wow. I, win, I win. That was the most money. <laughs> you <laughs> Biding her time. Yeah. We have a second round, actually. Oh, okay. So, yeah, sorry. Floppity Jillian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I can't even believe it. The title of this category is A Kate Gory. Oh. <laughs> Oh, like category? Oh, yeah, dear. like category. Okay. A category. Category. Sure. Category. 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 Right. That's a little better. A yeah. category. Yeah. Marginally better. Yeah. Okay. $100. She was Ophelia to Branagh's Hamlet in 96. What? Oh, oh sorry. I wasn't done with the question. Sorry. One year later, her career got a, quote, Titanic boost. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Dana. Who is Kate Winslet? Is Kate Winslet, Yes. <laughs> Uh, $200. She garnered an Oscar nomination for her role in Almost Famous. Oh. Uh, Dana? Uh, who, who, uh, it? yeah, Dana. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. what's her name? <laughs> Sorry, no, nothing. Uh, Karen? Who is Kate Hudson? Kate yes, Hudson. What's her name? I was Kate like, Hudson. Blondie. Yeah, Kate something. Blondie. Yeah. Goldie. Yeah. Yeah. She became co-anchor of Today in 1991. Colin. Uh, who is Katie Couric? Katie yeah. Couric. Uh, $400. Before she was a Voyager captain, she was Sam's love interest on Cheers. Oh. Colin. Um, who is Kate Mulgrew? Mulgrew. Yes. Yes. Wow. Kate Mulgrew. Good job. And finally, here's a question for you. So, I mean, here's an answer, rather. <laughs> Celebrity, Celebrity birthdays for January 16 include... AJ Foyt and <laughs> and this waif supermodel <laughs> Dana. Who is Kate Moss? Who's Kate Moss? Yes. What so kind of question? Is that? What kind of question is that? Who is like? Well, I know AJ Foyt and yeah. Kate Moss share a birthday, <laughs> right. so, so, so naturally, Kate Moss in the way that we haven't done before. Wait. I, I um, believe AJ Foyt is a uh, race car driver. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm sure, sure someone will correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> you guys did really well. That round was not a catastrophe. Get out. Yes. That was a category five. <laughs> Basically, you can just use any cat puns. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kate on a hot tin roof. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, I yeah. feel like that's a. They that's can a even, I don't even go to that movie. Devoid of context. Yeah. Kate on a hot tin roof. Oh, whoa. Good job, Brains. Yes. This week, Colin, you you uh, you are our new topic chooser. Oh, yeah. For the time being. Yeah. It's, you know, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I asked if I could uh, uh, nominate, I guess, a few topics. So I, I just went nuts. And this was the first. Go for it. This was <laughs> yeah. the first in several. Uh, what you didn't realize is the rest of us were just like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want, Colin. Yeah. Must work for us. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I, I get eager and excited. I like to start prepping for the episodes ahead of time. So, yeah, so this was the first in a sequence of a series, several, yeah. several episodes that I've suggested. Okay. Uh, I thought something all around translation and language. I mean, you guys know I'm a huge language nerd, and mm-hmm. we all, uh, and we talk about it just a lot in public quiz. We all have our own little language fascination. So today, let's get lost in translation. I will start us off. Uh, as I just said, I am a self-professed language nerd. Uh, in particular, I love I love loan words and I love uh, foreign language idioms. And most importantly, for the purposes of Good Job Brain, I think they make for great quizzes. Yeah. And you know, it's one of these things like where you. you or I don't anyway, realize how much we take for granted all these foreign language phrases that we just use so casually in English without maybe necessarily giving it a second thought. According to Philip Durkin, author of Borrowed Words, A History of Loan Words in English, uh, modern English, we have more loan words from Latin than any other language. And that's not terribly surprising, you know, especially like in the legal profession, you know, for instance, you know, just quid pro quo, status quo. I mean, we have so many, so many uh, Latin phrases. Um, but of sort of the, the living languages, French takes the cake. We have, in modern English, we have way more French loan words and phrases than, mm. than any other language, more than Greek, German, Italian, huh. Spanish, Dutch, and it's, and it's not even really close. Like, it's yeah. after Latin, it's French, and then everything else mm. in, in modern English. So I have a quiz called Pardon My French. All right. And sure you do. it is all about words and phrases that I, I can say with certainty, you guys all know these phrases. So the, the quiz for you guys is not what do they colloquially mean. I want you to tell me what do these phrases literally mean. Oh. Okay. So okay. I'll give you an example here. Right, so, right. so in English, we say, you know, somebody with unlimited authority is said to be given carte blanche mm-hmm. okay. okay so what does carte blanche mean this white, would be the white quiz card. literally white card or you know a little more closely blank card carte blanche and you know we have the same meaning of blank check like it, yeah. it, it literally has the same meaning of like oh you fill it i in give yourself, him a blank check to do whatever he yeah. wants you, it's oh, i gave him in. carte blanche do right exactly you you, yeah. you make the rules you write it down Right. So I think you guys get the uh, gist of this quiz. Uh, I'm going to set up a very short sentence. The last thing I say for all of them will be the French phrase. So remember, you're telling me what the words literally mean. Right. And this may be a little unfair advantage for some of us who have taken French.
French. Who took French, Karen? Okay. I took French. All right. Oh. I think oh. we can okay. figure so, this out. We'll try. We'll I try and Spanish, start. But maybe. Yeah. Maybe no. Yeah. Similar. We'll try and start easy here. All right. We just did, of course, a uh, installment of "Um Actually" because on the show, from time to time, we all commit a faux pas. Uh, Karen, what does faux pas mean literally? Like a bad, bad make. Ooh, like close. Bad do. Close. Yeah. It, well, faux is uh, false. Yep. False. Oh. Pa. pa. What is um, pa? It means step. Step. Faux pas is a false huh. step. Okay. Oh. And much like a misstep. Uh, we are no strangers here to indulgent desserts among us. Uh, we have all surely enjoyed creme brulee. Mm-hmm. Dana, what does creme brulee it, literally mean? It's cream fired, roasted, or something. I'm, I'm going to yeah. give it to yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going yeah, to give it to burned. you. Oh, like burned. Oh, burned. burned. Yep, burnt. Burnt cream. Pot of burnt cream. Pot of burnt yeah. cream. No doubt you have all at one time or another experienced an overwhelming sense of deja vu. Mm-hmm. What does deja vu mean, Chris? That is already seen. That is exactly correct. Already seen. Not to be confused with deja lu, already read. I oh, already or, pooped. Yeah, or, or, <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Deja poo. Yeah. <laughs> or de, deja fe, already done. Actually. Oh, also, yeah. Déjà fait, déjà fait, already done. Already done. Uh-huh. Yeah. In French, they have a whole family of the déjà. Yep. <laughs> Experimental artists are often said to be an avant-garde. Mm. What does the avant-garde literally mean? Uh, Dana. Is it the front of the guard? Yep. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. The, the advanced guard. Yeah. Forward yeah. guard. Right. They're the sort of the, the most forward thinking on the cutting mm. edge. Yep. Exactly right. I worked at a place called Avant Card. It was a, <laughs> a stationery store. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, speaking of artists, as, as kids, we all probably, I know I certainly did, work with papier mache. Karen. The first oh, part's probably oh, yeah, easy. paper. Paper, right. Um, what is mache? Mache is like battered, mixed up. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Ma- like, like, Mash? M- yeah. It means... Chewed paper. Oh. oh. Chewed paper. Oh. And if you think about it, it does kind of look like someone's been chewing it up. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, it comes from, from the root masticar, you know, Mastic- which is oh, yeah. like which is masticate. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mache. To chew up your... Wow, that's cool. And is kids... That, is that how they made it before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet that's yeah. probably... Yeah. Why, yeah. <laughs> you spend all day chewing paper and <laughs> you then make the next a day you like... Yeah, I mean, it's the... the actually, it's, it's funny you say the enzymes actually in your saliva really do... They will break down paper faster than if you just mix it in with like regular tap water sure so, so chew that paper I've learned yeah, that <laughs> this is true here is a true uh chris kohler fact we made for me for halloween one year a paper mache uh mask so that i could go as this is true mac tonight <laughs> oh my god that's amazing i know that is amazing like, mac tonight mac from tonight. the old mcdonald's it commercials was the old McDonald's it was commercials. the ray charles moon it was, it was the ray charles a crescent oh. moon a man in a suit with a crescent moon for a head wait wouldn't he be bobby darren because he was singing mac tonight yeah which is based off mac, mac the, the knife oh. right right but right, he had yeah. sunglasses in him yeah. like so it was sort of a vague yes and so it was to, it was to try to convince people to go eat dinner at mcdonald's because yeah. nobody ate dinner at mcdonald's <laughs> Oh, yep. I love Mac I was, tonight. I was Mac tonight for, you know, I probably do. Not, oh on, not on me. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Just kidding. It's in my wallet right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So glad. We might be able to get one for you, Dana. We might be able to get <laughs> one for you. We're just looking for an opening. I'll put in the request. Like paper mache. How big was it? it? 
Was it like huge? <laughs> no, it was just like, you know, yeah. a crescent moon for my own head. You know, Chris, Chris, Chris Kohler head size. Yeah. <laughs> Mac tonight. <laughs> Even if you're not Catholic, you can still find plenty to enjoy on Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. which oh. is literally French for, uh, I think, Karen, oh, Karen first on that yeah. one. Fat Tuesday. It is yeah. Fat Tuesday. Mm. Uh, the or day before Ash Wednesday. Life, Tuesday. Tuesday fat. <laughs> 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 Just Tuesday. <laughs> Why fat? Why fat? Why is it fat Tuesday? What makes it fat? Because you got to eat up the before feet. Lent. That's right. That's right. Because yeah. you're about to hit Lent and you're just getting mm. that last little uh, lean time. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Round of gluttony in there before you can uh, take a break. In suburban neighborhoods, you will find many streets, many, many streets oh, that end in a cul-de-sac. Ah. What does a cul-de-sac mean? Literally. And I'll, I'll give you a little hint here. The, yeah. the sack part is sack. our same word, sack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Karen. the sack. Cool. Is, is cool uh, like an end? Very, very close. Is it a yeah. It, so this is, this is one of those things I love where the double meaning exists in both French and English. Cool de sac literally means uh, bottom of the bag. Ah, and, yeah, and if you yeah, were in like sure. writing a dictionary or in polite company, yeah, oh, bottom of the bag. Right. But if, if you press in French a little bit more, it's really more like ass of the bag. Yep. And if you see other phrases that have the word cool in it, you know, it has a very clear, yeah, like if you talk what? about like a film de cool, that means like a dirty movie. And like oh. a magazine de cool is like a dirty magazine. So cool de sac, even though it's, you know, a perfectly acceptable phrase, it really, the illusion is it's like it's the bag's but yeah, but the, mm-hmm. but that's also where butt came from, right? We talked about it in our butt episode. They're 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 related, yeah. They're There's related. Also a term for butt that is like a yeah. cul-de-sac, end of the street, right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. If you do something you're particularly proud of, uh, or to punctuate a trick as a magician, mm-hmm. you might say "voila." Oh, you can omit the snooty French accent if you like. Yeah. Well, what does what does "voila" mean? Literally it means, in it French, means literally there it is. It 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 it, it close. Uh, it, it literally is. Look, oh, there. look at there. Look at there. Voila. Oh, yeah. Look. Look at there. it. My God. <laughs> my head is blown away. Yeah, but it, but it really translates to like there it is. Like, it that's does. Sure. French. But I'm saying, yeah, like, voila is like yes, a, a yeah. sandwich word from, from French words. It's right. like turned into one word. But Absolutely. when you break right. it down, right. it's... Because oh. there's also, there's also mm-hmm. voici, which comes from voix and ec, which yeah. means here. Last one, last one. Uh, this might be the trickiest one here. Right. Uh, in the last several years, uh, especially in fancy restaurants and at home, uh, an increasingly popular method of preparing food is the sous vide. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sous vide. Uh, which oh, I also like to call the creepy food bath. What does sous vide mean, Dana? Is it uh, with life? No. 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 Under. Yeah, Sue is under. Yeah. The pressure. No. no you're 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 in the right ballpark, Karen. Vacuum? Under vacuum. vacuum. Under oh, vacuum. Right, yeah. Because huh. that's the process: is you right. you vacuum Vacuums seal the food in the little bags, and then you cook it. Oh. Yeah, sous vide under so vacuum. Vide is vacuum. Vacuum. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. That's oh. right. All right. Well, you guys did pretty dang good there. I think we need to go to Paris and yeah. record there. More <laughs> <laughs> trivia tidbits yeah. for you guys. All right. Well, well done. That was. Uh, I will consider my French pardoned. So good job, guys. Nice. Good job. 
All right. Uh, I'm going to talk about military translation. Um, specifically, this this is a topic I'm fascinated with, the code talkers. Oh, my God. Oh, those are cool. Yeah. yeah. There, uh, there was a Nicolas Cage movie. There was, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm not there crazy. Was, there was, it was called Wind Talkers. So code talkers were people in the 20th century who used their obscure languages, like very few people spoke their language. So they used that as the secret code for transmitting messages to the military. And some of the first people were the code talkers were uh, Native Americans. They were Cherokee and Choctaw. And this was in World War One when this first started. Oh. So, so in World War One is when it first, when they first figured out that this would be a, a good method of communicating. So when people are fighting in battle and they have the radios, it's easy to intersect those, those radio communications. It's easy to even crack codes. Like people can sit there and figure out the codes. Right. It's really hard to crack spoken languages that you don't know or you can't hear it right and you, because like there's just like there's sounds that are in those languages that people yeah. use that there might be there's slight difference in, in, in sounds it's like that, chinese where if yeah. you haven't ever heard chinese before it you yeah. can't you, you can't, can't even correct, begin yeah. there's no way in yeah. there's no way you in even, yeah. you can't even write it down because you don't know what's different and what's not <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. so they uh in world war one the cherokee and then the choctaw took very great success within 24 hours of of using them like they started winning all these battles and then within 72 hours like the um the germans started retreating so they were like oh my god that's the that is what we need to do they were super excited about this yeah there's nobody in yeah. germany speaking nobody choctaw nobody knows yeah. choctaw in germany yeah. <laughs> it's a very specific uh native american language and so hitler heard about this everybody heard about this that that native american languages were going to be the new code. And so Hitler sent like 30 anthropologists to America between World War One and World War Two to learn all the Native American languages. Really? There are hundreds of Native American yeah, that's languages. True. <laughs> a lot of there's, tribes. There's no way. Like most of these you can't really learn unless you're like a child brought up learning it because it's all tonal. Each language is just very hard to learn and very few of them were written down. Right, so you right. Have to, that's like, what I was going to say. I, yeah. Yeah. If they had maybe like 80 years and like thousands of people trying to learn it perhaps but not in the small window between there but mm. the u.s government wasn't sure like how much they learned or knew so they were a little bit wary about using native american speakers in europe they were looking around for for what native american language to use for their codes and they figured out navajo would be very good that it's a big tribe even with like the 80 different Native American languages, like you have to get yeah. other people, yeah. enough people to understand, to be on the same ground, yeah. to speak and understand. There was, there was like a, there's a, there's a small, smaller tribe in Iowa and they used them for some of it. Um, but there were only, they had 26 soldiers and that was like 16% of their, of their population. So hmm. they, so Navajo is really good because it has a big population. It was not written. They didn't have, I think there were very few books in Navajo at that time. Mm. So it was just totally an oral tradition. Also, something Navajo and also maybe other Native Americans at that time were really trained to do because it was an oral language. From the time they're children, they're told stories and they have to repeat them back verbatim. So they have to get very good at listening oh. and giving the story back word for word. And yeah. so they'd start with a small one and then you graduate to another story. And then eventually you have like super long prayers and very intricate stories and they could do it perfectly verbatim. So they were the best possible people to like <laughs> the best, best life experience best, yeah. for those to communicate your important messages because they would do it perfectly. And they did. They were so wow. good at uh, remembering the messages and delivering them word for word. So one of their worries though was a Navajo soldier would get captured 
And then it would be like, oh, okay, well, code's cracked now because they'll, they'll understand it. So they added a code on top of it that only 400 soldiers knew. Those were the code talkers and those were the people who, who knew the code, who were the ones who communicated. They didn't fire guns. In fact, they got used a lot. Like when a battle was over, they'd just be shipped to another battlefront. Like um, just like a giant communications unit, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. human walkie-talkies. And <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like human encrypted walkie-talkies. Iwo Jima, they're credited with doing amazing things for them. Within two days, they sent 800 perfectly encrypted messages back and forth. And they're probably, I mean, that's mm. a big reason why they were so successful at that. They were so coordinated. The Japanese did capture a Navajo soldier, but he was not a code talker. And so he wouldn't know. He couldn't help because it all sounded like gibberish. Like they had such, it was Navajo and he understood that these were words or they're truncated words, but they like made no sense. It was like onion, leaf, plain, like what? I don't know what, what they're saying. Code. He didn't know the code. So once World War II was over, it was over. They came home. And their language was classified, like the code talkers were classified. They couldn't talk about (laughs) anything that had happened. They had a lot of trouble finding jobs when they got home because it was like, well, what were you doing? And it's like, we can't talk about it. It wasn't declassified until 1968. It was like 23 years before they were able to talk about Hmm. their experiences. Wow. Oh, my God. That sucks. And it wasn't, most of them were dead by the time they all got awarded Congressional Medals of Honor oh, for their no. service. Which was not, yeah, like that long ago, right? It was in the early yeah. 2000s, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's but, bittersweet. It is really bittersweet mm. to play such a pivotal role for this really specialized, not I was going to say skill, but just for being who you are, being very right, specialized. But it's all classified. And not to be able to talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah. There's this um, website I found, uh, uh, NavajoCodeTalkers.org. And there are videos of the Navajo code talkers talking about their experiences. And they are fascinating. I highly recommend. Obviously, we don't use spoken code at all anymore in warfare. Mm-hmm. Like, when did that get phased away after World War II, probably? They actually were using it until Vietnam. Wow. Yeah, okay. early Vietnam. And then they stopped doing it. Can Here's another dumb question for me. Can you, like, go learn the language? Sure. Yes. I'm sure you can't learn it like, to a fluent you, level. You but won't sound native you could, in that you language. You could learn it. How much time? You can learn yeah. How much time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But not in the middle of the war from Berlin. You're not <laughs> no. going to... Yeah. yeah. There's no... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Rosetta Stone. <laughs> yeah. 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 I Good news, boss. I signed up for a correspondence course. Yeah. In 18 months, yeah. I'm going to be at a first grade level. <laughs> they're, they're like highly trained listening and like repeating skills were also made it impossible for them to like decode it because they would just rattle it off and then they'd remember exactly I mean, yeah. what the other person I said. I think that's the that's yeah. the piece of the it, puzzle it's is that. that they grew up with the the reci- like reciting and memorization. Like, yeah. okay, I can yeah. speak this language, but you yeah. know, with English in 10th grade, it took me like five days to memorize the Hamlet soliloquy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But this yeah. is like right. over radio, yeah. Yeah. there's war yeah. going on, yeah, and you're true. just like... There's 600 code words, and they know each of them, like, and how it translates from yeah. English to Navajo to this code, and then back and forth. All right, let's take a quick break. A word from our sponsor... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're back. You're listening to Good Job Brain. And this week we're getting lost in translation. This code talker stuff has got me thinking. Karen, you do know uh, another language, which is you, you also know Klingon. Uh, Klingon, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Dothraki, oh. uh, but yeah, also Dothraki. but also <laughs> slightly more useful Mandarin Chinese. Mandarin Chinese. And there's this um, there's this poem in uh, in Mandarin Chinese that's uh, that's kind of that's kind of famous, and it's called uh, various things, but it's like the the story of the ten stone. Lions. Oh yeah, mm. you know so, what? I didn't grow up with this. Oh yeah, huh. it, did you it, find out about it later? I found it on Facebook. Oh really? Yeah, it went viral. <laughs> on Facebook a couple uh, years ago okay. then like huh. recently it just kind of resurfaces and they're like is this real and I didn't grow up with the poem but yeah. I mean I can read it but it's but, real right yeah, yeah. I mean, so I'll, I'll read a little bit of uh, the translation as it would be in uh, in English and then Karen will read it to you what it sounds like in, in Mandarin okay oh, I'll just, oh, just the boy. first couple of lines oh boy <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, a poet named she lived in a stone house and liked to eat lion flesh and he vowed to eat ten of them he used to go to the market in search of lions and one day at ten o'clock he chanced to see ten of them there she killed the lions with arrows and picked up their bodies carrying them back to a stone house his house was dripping with water, so he requested that his servants proceed to dry it. Then he began to try to eat the bodies of the ten lions. It was only then he realized that these were, in fact, ten lions made of stone. <laughs> so that's that's what this means. But now Karen will read um, this okay. is what it sounds like. Well, it's kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> Shi 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 tonalities of each of those first four yeah there's four different tonalities yeah four different yeah. tones and then with the four different tones you can mean five million different things right 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 yeah. hence you can get a lot of you know bang for your buck you get a lot of meanings and words from yep. like and one. The, to the tones are it's rising or how would you describe it so there's there's neutral this is intro to mandarin chinese there's <laughs> neutral uh -huh. um there's rising there's emphasis and there's falling. Okay. Hmm. All right. So, so for like the, the, in this case, it's natural is shi, rising is shi, emphasis is shi, and then falling is shi. Uh. Shi, 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 shi. <laughs> <laughs> and I just said poop in Chinese. One of the words means poop. Of course. So, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So anyway, that's not my segment. That oh, was just something okay. I thought of. But, uh, what I wanted to talk about, oh. uh, was the language I know, which is Japanese. Um, and you've, you've probably come across, uh, something like this at some point, uh, some like clickbaity article that's like, 10 crazy Japanese translations of movies that you, you won't may believe. Have seen. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you won't believe. Actually, sorry. And number six is the worst. Uh, I need to interrupt you. Colin's looking at me. You know, it's so weird because uh, Colin, a couple of episodes, talked about um, the, the the octopus, the sex act that was canceled at the aquarium <laughs> right. because the octopus oh, right. scared yes, that the octopus yes, was yes. going to eat its mate. Yeah. Um, and he talked about how the headline was 
clickbaity, clickbait. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, yeah. You know, I get so much listener mail uh, about Colin's pronunciation. <laughs> so this is the second time. The other, uh, I get overwhelming response of when you say basketball. Yeah, basketball. People yeah, think you say basketball. That's crazy I've, to me. But, I mean, I heard people, it. it's more than really? one I've heard it. I've heard it, but only only after somebody said it. So here's what's funny. So and then, somebody and then click somebody, baby. Somebody said, "Oh, click, do we have a new what? egghorn? Did Colin say the word click baby? Click baby." And I'm like, oh, no. no. I, I'm like, click, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, click, no. I clearly click said baby. click baity. Yeah. But I have to say, I went back and I listened yeah. to it. It sounds like it, it really does sound like I said clickbaity. Click I, I swear <laughs> I said clickbaity, and you just said clickbaity as well. Clickbaity. Clickbaity. Click I don't know if it's yeah something in the way the audio is compressed. Oh, and bas- yeah. basketball and clickbaity. I, I promise you, dear listeners, I know the word is basketball <laughs> right. and clickbaity, <laughs> yes. but it really did sound like I said wow, click so clickbaity. Yeah. And it's so. like. <laughs> It from does, so many of. people. Yeah. From so many people. Uncanny. Wow. Anyway, sorry. That was, I, that was my clickbait. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, I was wondering I what I did wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Clickbaity. Clickbaity article. Clickbaity article. Clickbaity. Clickbaity. Crazy Japanese translations of movie titles, you know. So, for example, uh, can you tell me the movie that was titled in Japan, Grandpa Carl's Flying House. Oh, it's, up. it's up. up. Yes, exactly. Uh, so I'm poking around this topic and I actually found a 2014 Japan Times story that talked about the history of Japanese uh, versions of American or foreign movie titles oh. over time. Oh, interesting. Um, and about long-term trends of oh, what they okay. did. So in the 30s and 40s, the predominant way of retitling a movie for Japan was actually not to translate the movie's title. It was just, they just retitled the movie. They'd Hmm. sort of look at the whole thing and think, okay, what would be another good alternate title that would make more sense in Japanese? And so the examples given by the Japan Times story, the uh, 1955 movie Summertime was just called in, in, in Japan Yojo, which means emotions of a traveler. Hmm, so okay. they would just pick something okay. out that would work better with that audience, not necessarily translate it. So here's a, a quick question for you guys. Um, this 1962 movie starring Gregory Peck was released in Japan as Alabama Story. To kill oh, a oh, uh, Yeah. To sorry. kill to kill a mockingbird. To kill a mockingbird. Yeah, okay. Alabama Story. Okay, okay. And yeah. that's because they don't know that's the book. how it's known in Japan to this day. Uh, like you have to say well, Alabama Story. Because yeah. sometimes titles are kind of poetic. I mean summertime and to kill a mockingbird. Yeah. And so it's like poetry like, doesn't always flow that well into some of right. I thought I was yeah. watching a movie about birds, yeah. yeah. It's like Right. So by the 1950s, Japan had moved into direct translation of the titles. Now, again, it's not, you know, this is like, this is the Japan Times guy kind of looking at broad trends in those areas. By the 1950s, the big trend was direct translation. So the seven-year itch, the Marilyn Monroe film, uh-huh. becomes um, Nananenme no Uwaki, which means like the affair that took place in the seventh year, you know? <laughs> An affair, affair deliberately meaning, in this case, like, extramarital yeah. you know, nookie. Um, <laughs> even more faithful to the original, that writes the Japan Times uh, story, is Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, which was called Tori. 
as in birds. birds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, now, in the 1960s, it changes again. And now the predominant thing is just rendering the English words with Japanese characters oh. in katakana. Oh, so basically okay. just using Japanese sounds to render the English words. So, maifeareri. Huh. Okay. Or cycle. You know, what it indicates is that people were becoming a little bit more globalized, like yeah. English, you know, in English words, mm. like lady, mm. you know, or, or psycho or my are starting it's to make their like... way into Japan. People understand what that means. Okay. Right. And now, more more recently, only only just recently, though, because through the 90s, you see a lot of just katakana eyes. It's kind of stuck that way from the 60s, 70s, 90s. Tamineta, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, okay. You know, and but now there is a revival of the don't translate it at all movement. Hmm. Uh, it's wrapped back to where it was in the 1930s and 40s. Tell the and story. They exactly. They just do a new uh, title. Uh, I'm, 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 so I'm going to give you a quiz. I'm going to tell all you right. the oh. English translation of the Japanese title of the film and maybe give you a couple of hints because just to get you there. I have double checked all of these. That, I oh, have that made, they're not sure made up. that they are not made up. Oh, there okay. are a lot of fake foreign film yes. titles out there. And also Coca-Cola, that whole wax that tadpole whole thing. That whole wax tadpole thing was made up. Yeah. And um, I, one, I, like, I found a list that said that um, Leaving Las Vegas in uh, was was retitled in Japan to I'm Drunk and You're a Prostitute. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It was not. It was. I've heard it, that before. It came out in the 90s, so it was called being good, Oscar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. But if it came out today, it would be something totally different. Okay. It might actually be. I'm drugging you. So anyway, um, be careful. So these I have checked. These are all true. Here okay. we go. So in Japan, yes, uh, we're going to buzz in indeed. All right. Uh, the, I'll give you the Japanese title or the English translation of the Japanese title. You will give me the American title. All right. <clears throat> Wild Speed. Wild speed. speed. It's about people going at high rates of speed. Uh, Dana? Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. Oh. Wild speed. Well, how yeah. about Tokyo Drift then? <laughs> they, they renamed them all to uh, other things. Yeah. Oh, they're all, di- they're not like Wild Speed 2. Uh, Wild some speed of them are, and then some of them have different okay. names. <laughs> yep. A 17-year-old's medical records. A 17. This is true. A 17-year-old's medical records. This is a 1999 film. Colin? Is that Girl Interrupted? It is Girl Interrupted. Well done. Wow. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. You got it. You got it. Okay. Okay. Cheers. Your hint is this does not have anything to do with... A bar in Boston. Uh, Cheers. Okay. Cheers. It does have to do with cheerleading. Oh, Karen. Oh, Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> was called oh, Cheers. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, love is deja vu. Karen. Serendipity. It's not serendipity. Oh, love is deja vu. Love actually? Not love actually. Uh, Karen. Eternal sunshine as well as mine. Sunshine as well as mine. Definitely has uh, Colin. Uh, no, I was waiting for a hint. Maybe. Oh, it definitely has something to do with um, things like. Gee, did I experience this before? <sighs> that's what. That's what I'm going this with. Is the plot. Not in the nineties. It, it, it is. This actually is the nineties. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. uh, is it Fifty First Dates? It's not Fifty First oh, Dates. Oh, that's good. Groundhog. It is Groundhog Day. Oh. Is deja vu, Ranade. Um, Goodfellows. <laughs> Goodfellows. 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 
Goodfellas? Goodfellas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I just looked at him like, oh, it's Goodfellas. Because <laughs> they could have done Goodfellas, but it's not. Yeah. Goodfellas. Good. Okay. Uh, Captain Supermarket. This is absolutely true. Captain <laughs> Supermarket. This is a 1992 horror comedy film. Captain <gasps> Supermarket. 92. 92. Wow, so too early for like at the, Shaun of the Dead. Right? Uh, Killer Tomatoes? It's not Killer Tomatoes. It is so na- it is called Captain Supermarket, the very tenuous connection. At the very at the end of the movie, the main character is working in a uh actually a department store called S Mart. Uh, oh, that's very sounds... end of the movie. Oh, 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 uh, uh, evil Dead. Uh, it's it's uh, the Army of Darkness. Army, Army of, of Darkness. Darkness. Yeah. Captain Supermarket. Captain Supermarket. This is a 2000 movie, uh, semi-autobiographical, and uh, the Japanese title is Back in Those Days with Penny Lane. Uh, oh. Colin. Uh, is that almost famous? It's almost what famous. What a funny coincidence. Yeah. Stacking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was, she was in the quiz. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her name mm-hmm. is yeah, a lot of stacking going on. Same category. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Bring it back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mileage. My life. Mileage. Mileage. My life. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, was that Dana? Yeah, up in the air. It is up yeah. in the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. That's nice. actually that's a yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. good. It's alliterative. This is an e- I mean, you're gonna get it, but I really just wanted to say this because this is absolutely true. The Malkovich Hole. <laughs> uh, I assume it's that's being Sean being Malkovich. Yeah, Malkovich. Yeah. No, it's not. It's a Bambi. No, yeah. <laughs> Shut your the Malkovich, Malkovich Hole. hole. But that Malkovich makes sense because it's in the it is, yes, it, is it, hole. Hole. it is. It is. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, 007 dies twice. <laughs> um, wow, this could be yeah. so many is, things. Is this You Only Live Twice? It is. It is You Only Live oh, Twice. Okay. Yep. 007 <laughs> dies twice. Um, here's, a, here's a tough one. Here's a tough one. Let's see if somebody can get this. Okay. Final Dead Coaster. Oh. Karen. Final Destination... I want to say three. That's it. Oh, Final oh, Destination nice. three because they all die on a roller coaster. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Final yep. dead coaster. <laughs> um, best kid. Best kid. A rookie of the year? Uh, no, mm. no. This starred uh, Jaden Smith. Oh, oh. Oh. Karate Kid. It is Karate Kid. Oh. Probably renamed because there's no actual karate or <laughs> Japanese yeah. people or anything. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> Uh, and finally, infamously, this is tough. This 2004 comedy was retitled in Japan, uh, mm-hmm. Bus Man. 2004 oh, indie comedy. Um, oh. Oh, uh, Dana? Is it Stranger Than Fiction? No. Mm-hmm. Colin. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah. It is not. Uh, that's why I was Bus Man. Yeah, it has nothing to, it, the movie itself has nothing to do nothing with the bus. To do with <laughs> indie comedy. Indie comedy. Um, hmm. give it away a little bit. It starred John Heater. Oh, it's Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. So okay. the reason why the reason why it was called Bus Man came out in Japan in two thousand um, and two thousand five, two thousand six, and that was when there was a movie called Train Man. That was, it was a book, it was a TV series. Oh, Otaku. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Very, very, very popular. Um, Densha Otoko. It yeah. was hugely popular. And so releasing Napoleon Dynamite in Japan, they decided, oh, let's title this Bus Man so people will go see it. Okay. And they, and they deliberately sort of aimed it at like internet nerds. Uh, yeah. Smart. But it was such a, but well, actually like, 
it was such a ridiculous, like, na- like a, such a crass attempt at yeah. connecting it with Train Man, even though they had nothing uh, to do with each other at all, that uh, I, they actually apologized. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> like, apologized, like, we're sorry we made this really dumb, oh, craven no. kind of move. Bus man, but to this day... I mean, there's the scene Nicole early Dynamite on when they're on the bus going to school. I mean, I guess yeah. they ride a bus Maybe. at some They do point. ride the bus, yeah. yeah. Right, like, yeah, sure. That's a very tenuous, yeah. 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 (laughs) And they put a big school bus on the poster behind him, just to be really clear. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. So I'm going to play a clip, and this is the uh, the German version, the language dub of Pirates of the Caribbean. Denn ohne diesen Schlüssel können wir nicht aufschließen, was wir nicht haben, dass er aufschließt. Also was für einen Sinn würde es machen, das zu finden, was er aufschließt, was wir nicht haben, ohne zuerst den Schlüssel gefunden zu haben, der es aufschließt? Also, suchen wir nach dem Schlüssel. Was für ein wirres Gerät. The dude that you heard, he, not only is he speaking German, but like he sounds, he has the Johnny Depp sound and he also has like the the weird kind of drunky, talky <laughs> language. cadence. Yeah, yeah of, of, of in German. Like, I, I don't understand it, but I can still hear the the kind of the, the Captain Jack Sparrow-ness of that language dub. And it's funny mm-hmm. because I think our age, when there's a foreign movie, we actually want to watch it in the original language that's that's in. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And read the subtitles. Yeah. Obviously, the, that's a different case for major G-rated family fun movies uh, sure. yeah. released right. outside. You know, I, I mean, English, American mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. or English language movies released to the rest of the world. When it's family entertainment, <laughs> they will do foreign dubs in so many languages. Kids don't want to mm-hmm. read movies. No. Yeah, it, it makes sense, especially with all oh, the Disney movies. They make there's the whole division, the the voice character division of Walt Disney. They will spend so much time and craft to not only record all the different language versions of foreign language versions of the films, but they will also write and localize the script so that yeah. it matches their mouths. Right. Yeah. And the songs. And the songs. They yeah. rhyme. Um, mm-hmm. And it's yeah. not just like, oh, I'm just reading a direct translation. It's no. all like carefully crafted. Antonio Banderas, he had, uh, he was Puss in Boots, you know, famous yeah. actor, but, you know, famously for his voice in Puss in Boots in um, the, the Shrek series. In the movie Puss in Boots, he signed on to voice not only the English version, but he also provided the foreign language dubs for Italian, huh. yeah. Latin American Spanish, mm. Castilian Spanish, and Catalan. Ah. So if you're watching cool. a Spanish foreign dub of Puss in Boots, that really is Antonio Banderas. That's pretty yeah. cool. Because he can speak yeah. all of those languages. And I'm sure um, after uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, everybody saw that video right. of... Of, oh, of, of Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah, I am Groot. In so many different languages. Yeah, which is <laughs> yeah. easier for him because there's like three words. Right. But right, he right. provided the voice for all of the foreign yep. language dubs. Yep. You know, yo soy Groot and I'm Polish. Yeah. But yeah, so if you are like Antonio Banderas, a Hollywood actor who knows or grew up a bilingual or multilingual, 
you have the right of refusal, according to a lot of Hollywood agents.、Uh, they have、uh, the first right of refusal to say、hmm. to to get to work on the foreign language dub in the other language. So, for example, is Helena Bonham Carter. She is fluent in French.、Mm. So, if they're going to make a French version of a movie she's in, they they would ask her like, "Would you want to provide the French、yeah. redub、huh. your French language using your own voice? Because it's you who's playing、it、in sounds, the film." Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're not they're not redoing the scenes with her speaking French, but they're they're dubbing it.、Um, funny enough, for live action movies, most of these Hollywood actors don't get paid extra if they choose to do so. Oh, really? Yeah. But it, it's kind of like, well, it was your character. You get to control the character, and then now you know the other language, and you can kind of like show off. A couple of people, the Hollywood Reporter said,、uh, Sandra Bullock is fluent in German, so she gets the first right of refusal. For- that's that's <laughs> really interesting. I, yeah, I, I never thought about that. Yeah, I mean, and and it seems win win, right? Because from the studio's perspective, there's the, the cachet of like, oh, it's the original actress, you know, reading the parts as yeah, well. Yeah. Famously, you know, because the the Beatles music originally early on was very popular in、uh, Germany. Um, they got the、yeah. Beatles to record、uh, "I Want to Hold Your Hand" and at least one other song.、Uh, oh, she, she loves, she loves you. you. Yeah, Sie Liebe Dich. Yep, yep. Come, come, give me deine Hand. Yeah, yeah. And they had them record it in German. Yeah, but they didn't know German, so they did it. But like afterwards, they were like, never, ever. Ever it again,、stressful. it was so oh, hard. Oh, for the Beatles, yeah, yeah to for learn the Beatles to、language. learn how to sing the song and actually do it well in German. But they actually recorded two songs in German, which they did not know、uh, because it would be so popular in Germany. Well, was it popular? Oh yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. okay, really yeah. Well. even just, even the bad language. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but as it turns out, they're happy with the songs being English. It's fine. Flight、yeah. of the Concords. They dubbed it into Spanish, probably other languages, but definitely Spanish, and it sounds just like them. And、yes. the songs are really good too. Yeah. So, so a lot of、um, these foreign language dubs, the voice actors, they want like say Clint Eastwood in Spanish. It's the same guy who does all Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Film. Yeah.、Uh, uh, so the, sure. I mean, so maybe. Yeah. If you do it well once. Yeah, and, and they might not、well. sound like he might not sound like Clint Eastwood, even though he does. But now the moviegoers have associated his voice with Clint right, Eastwood's right, face, right. and、mm-hmm. so these people, they, they,、um, uh, a lot of them have their own fame voicing one particular actor. Actually, they do a bunch, and then,、uh, and then go、oh, on、cool. in all of their movies. Robert De Niro in German is the same guy. For the longest time, <laughs> that's、um, a, such a good gig. It is. It is a good gig. And, yeah, and, it's like you have like a shadow career,、yeah. uh, you know, where your success is kind of pinned to the success. Yeah, and, and the, yeah. yeah the new movie. <laughs> yeah, yes. and you're a local celebrity too. Well, that's it for me, Chris. We got one last. We haven't done an off-topic quiz in a while. This is the this is the、uh, traditional closing off-topic quiz. <laughs> We've wrapped up our discussion of translation. This has nothing to do with that.、Okay. This is a quiz. Uh, just a, as a palate cleanser to take us home, it's called. You prepared for the wrong show, didn't you? I did. I <laughs> <laughs>、yeah. sure. uh, it's a quiz called "Movies Go to the Movies." Okay.、Um, I did. I think I did a quiz、uh, many, many episodes back about fake bands.、Uh, this is a quiz about fake movies、oh. um, okay. in real movies. Okay. Yeah, I will tell you the the title of the fake or fictional non-existent movie,、oh, and、wow. you will tell me the title of the real movie that this fake movie appeared in. All right.、Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Fake movie. Simple Jack. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Jack. Uh, 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 oh, it's uh, uh, it was it's that was in、uh, Tropic Thunder. It was in Tropic、yes. Thunder. Yes, indeed. All right, now we've got it. We've got it. 
Goodwill Hunting 2, Hunting Season. Karen. <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob Strike Jay Back. Jay and Silent yeah, Bob nice. Strike Back. Yes, indeed. Hunting Season. <laughs> Jews in Space. Uh, Karen. History of the World Part 1. Indeed, Mel Brooks. Yes, Mel Brooks. And then he made that movie and called it Spaceballs. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the title of the film. The title of the fake film is Ass. Ass. I don't know. A-S-S? Yes. It is currently the, the most popular film in the, in the world of this, uh, of this movie. <sighs> Won many Oscars. Uh, idiocracy. It is. Idiocracy. Uh, yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> Angels with filthy souls. <laughs> oh, Angels oh, with man. filthy souls. This, I will tell you this. This was done so well yeah. that I thought it was a real movie. Wow. It's like a gangster, black and white gangster movie. And I thought that it was oh. real. But it was made specifically Sorry. for... Home Alone. For Home Alone. Oh, yes. When he's like, I, I believe you, but my too. Tommy gun don't... That oh is a, my, that's a fake That movie. is a fake yeah. movie that is shot. Fake, it was done yes. so well just for Home Alone. Because you just I think, believe... oh, it's old timey. Yeah, it's probably Gangster. real. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Real. <laughs> yep. Um, its sequel had Angels with Even Filthier Souls in Home okay. Alone 2. Yep. <laughs> um, don't. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> This was this was a uh, fake movie trailer that appeared actually in the middle of two movies. Karen, a uh, grindhouse. Oh, Don't okay. was one of the yes. Got there it. was um, a hobo with a shotgun as well, right? Uh, a machete. <laughs> uh, oh, right. And something was like it was a holiday a horror movie, but I can't mm. I can't remember the, the the name of it. Yes. Mm. Don't. Uh, Gandhi two. Uh, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> UHF. UHF. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, Nation's Pride. Wow. Nation's Pride. Yes. Uh, that was in Inglorious Bastards. That is in Inglorious uh, Bastards. Yes, indeed. The the Nazi propaganda film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Back to this word. Asses of Fire. Oh. <laughs> uh, is that South Park? The that movie? is South Park. That's bigger, longer, and uncut. That is yeah. the, that is actually the title of the Terrence and Philip movie. It's called. <laughs> This is fine. <laughs> it sounds uh, very South Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Turbo Man. Hmm. Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Oh. Turbo Man. This is a crazy. Is it Jingle All the Way? It is Jingle All the Way. Yes. Oh my yes. god. Oh my yes. Turbo Man was this the name the of the superhero. Like, there's the fake wanted. Turbo Man film. Nice. Wow. Nice. Wow. Good was, job. Fished it right nice. out of the punch. Because yeah, that was the toy that he's looking for. Indeed. Jaws 19. Oh, that's so uh, That is uh, famously Back to the Future Part 2. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes, because it, it's, it's like yeah, a 3D recently. thing, right? Right, yeah, yeah. right. The Dancing Cavalier. The Dancing Cavalier. Now, I'm guessing you're not going to get this one immediately. The Dancing Cavalier. The the film, the... the oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I'll, no, 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 yeah, yeah. no. If you think you know it, without a hint... Is it uh, the artist? It is not the artist. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, what were you going to say? Yes, what I was going to say was the, the film, The Dancing Cavalier, is a it's a talkie, but it's being made with silent movie stars who are having trouble transitioning over into the world of talkies. Karen. Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. Uh, I was like, you're describing is... the artist. Yeah, yeah. I was. There's, yes. there's another movie <laughs> yeah. that's like that. Singing yeah. in the Rain. <laughs> Brock Landers. 
Angels live in my town. Oh, oh Brock Lander. Brock Lander. Such a familiar Angels yeah. live in my town. Name. What is that? I don't know. Oh, uh, so familiar. Karen. Boogie Nights? Boogie Nights. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, Boogie man. Nights. But right. his name isn't Brock Lander's, though. So that's, that's, a, the, that's, no, that's the name of the character oh, he that's plays right, he played, in yeah, yeah, the porn. Right, the yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nom de porn, if yes, you will. Yes, indeed, yeah. indeed. No, no, yeah. no. no that, was, <laughs> that, is, that was the name of the character oh, okay. in the movie, Sorry. not his actor yes. name, who was, of course... Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler, yes. thank you. Yes, and finally, Log Jammin'. <laughs> Log Jammin'. Log Jammin'. It's in a 90s cult favorite film. Um... One of the characters ended up in an adult picture named Log Jammin. Uh, ended up in American when, Pie. Uh, that is from The Big Lebowski. Oh, from The Big Lebowski. Yep, yep. Cool. All right. Well, yes, admirable job overall. Some good yeah. Uh, yeah. pulling some stuff out of the old memory banks there. I don't yeah. pay close attention to movies. I right. realize. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Like I, you, when you're like, oh, a fake movie in a movie, I was like, oh, there can't be that many, but there's so many. There it's like, lot. like fake bands in movies. It's like, oh, there aren't that many, and then there's so many. There's a lot of them. <laughs> Woo! Hey. Good job, everybody. And that's our show. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys, listeners, for listening. In. Hope you learned a lot of stuff about, uh, wind talkers, code breakers, uh, French words, and, uh, fake movies. You can find our show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, and our website, goodjobbrain.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.